The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome everyone back to Answers for Elders Radio. And I'm here with a brand new guest again as we're educating and building awareness for Alzheimer's and dementia. A lady that you're all going to love hearing from. Her name is Faith Marshall. Welcome to the show, Faith. Thank you so much, Suzanne. Well, thank you for having me. Well, I'm glad you're here too because... Um, we met not too long ago at the Discovery Conference um, on Alzheimer's. And of course, um, those of us that have this passion to help our families here in the state of Washington, um, our, you know, our crossroads come back together again. And I'm so glad you're here because you've been doing some amazing work to help families due to your own personal experience. Isn't that correct? Yes, yes. Tell me a little bit about your background. So... Um Me personally, I still have one foot in my bookkeeping business, which is my investor in in this Uh launching a program to help families with dealing with Alzheimer's Mm -hmm. and dementia. But when my mom was diagnosed with with dementia at first, I was in denial and I was in my own fear. Mm -hmm. So I started journaling and that journal has evolved into my book. Amazing. Amazing. And my goal was to just help families and give them my live and learns that I had, you know, gone through. And mm-hmm. I wanted them to not feel as lonely as I did in that journey. Isn't that true? It it was finding people that you could talk to about it that understood. Mm-hmm. So my mission now is building communities that can support each other mm-hmm. and supporting those communities through speaking and coaching. Mm -hmm. And you know, Faith, what you're saying about the alone feeling as a family caregiver, I think that's one of the most common things that those are caring for their loved ones have. But it's also interesting because dementia is a really unique thing. Yes, it Um, is. Physically, they're, you know, in many cases can be fine. And even sometimes they can rise to occasion if a sibling or something, you know, they'll come home or come over to visit. And then they're going to turn around and look at you and say, mom's just fine. I don't know what you're so upset about. Isn't that correct? Exactly, which is common <laughs> in the disputes among siblings yes. about mom's, you know, current state of affairs is what one person is witnessing mm-hmm. on an ongoing basis versus the phone call, the the drop by on a weekend perspective yes because i swear my mom could fake it oh absolutely she she was an entertainer she was a tap dancer so she could put on her game face and convince even the doctors that she was fine i don't know what you're talking about i'm fine absolutely i you know and and the the feeling of you know i i remember you know you and i both share that my mom had vascular dementia so hers was obviously um you know, getting her facts straight and things like that. But also, you know, when she would get a UTI, a urinary tract infection, and of course, it would get 10 times worse. And she would go through these waves. Yes. And I I'm can, I know you can probably relate to yes. this, where <clears throat> there'd be good days and there'd be bad days. But somehow she'd get herself up to when, if there was a family event, a holiday event, whatever, mom was just fine. Yep. And it's amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but There's a chapter in my book about um, mom's UTIs and how their mm-hmm. dementia gets worse at it that does. point to the point where my mom saw butterflies in the room kind of mm-hmm. dementia. Yeah. And that was too. And that was like, well, wait a minute. No, there's no butterflies in the room. Let's look into <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So obviously, as you went through this process and, you know, not feeling like you, you know, you felt like you're alone in it. And I totally get it. It's like, I remember the feeling of having the weight of the world of my mother's care on my shoulders and feeling like there was nowhere to turn. And I'm sure that you can relate to that. Feeling. Very much so. And it's not a happy topic to bring up with coworkers no. or friends. And mm-hmm. sometimes bringing it up with family just creates conflict. Mm-hmm. So you do feel very alone, mm-hmm. and uh, which is which is why I'm really encouraging peer to peer support mm-hmm. and connecting other families with each other. So you have mm-hmm. someone who really understands what butterflies in the room mean. Yes, yeah. and also, I think. It also helps you peer-to-peer. You can have a sense of humor about it. Of course. Because you have to. You have to have some sort of a release in some way to be able to have that ability to come together and say, you know what, Um, you wouldn't believe what my mom just did today. And have a good laugh because that is so important. Yes, yes. And some people don't understand when I say that my book Mm -hmm. is a mixture of reality and humor. Yes. Because there were a lot of funny stories that mom presented us with and and that brings forth my I really want to help people bring mm-hmm. joy to the journey mm-hmm. because you can laugh at just about anything no matter how sure. traumatic it feels at the time and if you can make a joke of it mm-hmm. my mom would even say I think I forgot <laughs> yeah exactly and I don't <clears throat> know that she knew she was being so hilariously mm-hmm. funny when she'd do that but right <laughs> right well, and let's talk a little bit about your book, Faith. It's called I Miss You, Mom, A Daughter's Journey into Dementia Land. Tell me what inspired you to write the book. Well, I think back to the lonely feeling when I had my mom with me at a pool side, mm-hmm. and she looked straight at me and asked me where I lived. Oh. And my heart sunk and my own confusion and my own step through that denial to figure out what mm-hmm. what does that really mean. Mm-hmm. And then she proceeded to tell me that her daughter lived in Redmond. And she told me all about me. Oh. And I'm looking at her, yeah. trying to not give her any facial responses that showed my shock. Yeah. But she was telling me all about me Mm -hmm. to someone who was seemingly a stranger at the pool. Wow. Wow. And the reality was she was stepping further and further away into dementia land. And so stepping through that and feeling that loneliness inspired me to try to help others with those funny stories. Yes. Yes. And keep, keep the communication going through right. a family. Mom's journey was 10 plus years, wow. which is a long time. Yes, it is a long And time. you don't know that when you start no. that road trip. So we are talking again to Faith Marshall, and she is the author of I Miss You, Mom. And that book is available on Amazon.com. And the neat thing about it is it is a book for families that are going through the process. And I think one of the things that you're not going to feel alone when you read this book, because There's going to be a lot of parallels in her story that if you have a loved one that has dementia or if you're a family caregiver that is going through the process, you're going to find some great ways to relate. So I think that's a really important part of your story and also some solutions. And obviously, the next step that I want to talk to you, Faith, a little bit about is now that you're through the journey, how do you help families today? 
So I have developed a coaching program Mm -hmm. where we can connect as a group and Mm -hmm. they can meet their peers on what a a modality called, you know, Zoom, Mm -hmm. where you can actually see people's faces and have conversations. And it's as close as I could get to a big conference room with Mm -hmm. many people in it. And then I encourage them to connect with each other, mm-hmm. um, hopefully by zip code mm-hmm. maybe, and and have coffee together and support each mm-hmm. other. And then I provide individual coaching as well as mm-hmm. family coaching mm-hmm. so that we can work through who's good at what. Every, every family member has their own genius, and maybe they're good with helping with the finances. Maybe they're good with staying on top of the medic- medications and keeping them ordered. Maybe they're good with going to the doctor's appointments with mom Mm -hmm. and try to form, it's almost like a business relationship Mm -hmm. within a family. You Mm -hmm. just went into business with your siblings, helping manage mom's finances, Mm -hmm. her care, the the long-term effects of all of this on the family themselves. And when we can pull them together to do that, it just makes a stronger team. Well, and I think the fact that you've been through the journey, um, you know, you can look back of there's things that you would do different today. Of course. Tell me about that. Of course. I think I was in denial and fear far too long. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very common. Yes. Yeah. And I would try to fix it and bring mom back to the reality of today. Mm-hmm. One of the things that she kept going further back in time, remembering her mom, mm-hmm. and she would talk about her mom as if she was still alive. Mm-hmm. And I finally learned the lesson the hard way to not remind her because she went through yeah. that that trauma of of losing her mom each time we Every reminded time. her that her mom was mm-hmm. gone. Absolutely. So letting her lead where we're going for the day, mm-hmm. the trip du jour, yes. uh, could have been going back to her high school because she wanted to go for a job interview. Yes, absolutely. And, and not bring her back to the present. Right, right. And, and my reality and just right. let her lead that way. Well, and also, you know, obviously you can help understand those parallels and when you're coaching other families because I know for me I didn't know initially how to have conversations with my mom and sometimes with her dementia she would dig her heels in I'm not doing this and the worst thing in the world that I could do is just say yes you are because it would go down a really bad rabbit hole right and I learned about things like deflecting Mm -hmm. or giving choices or reassuring or finding, a, making her think that she's made the choice to do it. Yes. And it's a little manipulative, but it's a good thing. And the other thing I think I learned, and you're going to probably realize this, is that I didn't always, things always didn't have to be right. You know, her perception of things was what it was. And you know what? The truth was pretty much irrelevant. And I think that's one of the things that you know, it so goes against my grain. <laughs> Sometimes the things she'd say it would be like, but there was no point in arguing. With, I mean, what would you th- say about that? Exactly. You have mm-hmm. to park your ego on a shelf and just live Let in the moment be. and be present where they mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So Faith, obviously you're doing um, family coaching. Tell us a little bit about how people can reach you and what they, what they can expect. You're do, you do a coaching session, is that correct? I do. I offer a complimentary strategy call to get people started to see if we're a good fit. Mm-hmm. And there is um, a way to reach out to me, which is faithmarshall.as.me 
forward slash coaching to mm-hmm. schedule a 45 minute appointment with me to That's just connect. Great. That's great. And then always by email faith at faithmarshall.com. And you know, the other thing that I really <clears throat> um, want to remind everyone here is check out Faith's book. I miss you, mom on amazon.com. Faith, thanks so much for being on the show. Today. Thank you, Susan. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.